This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. AM 570 KLAC, 987 KYSR, HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. 20, 30, cuts midfield, 40, the kicker to beat, see you later. And the 40, and the 30, look at him go, 20, 10, DTR to the house. Here comes Donald, and he spins Burrow around, and then trying to throw it away. TDLB, Raiders in the end zone. The Raiders have a touchdown. This is L.A. Football Mondays, talking all things L.A. football with Rams Hall of Famer Eric Dickerson. Eric Dickerson. L.A. Football Mondays is brought to you by the Ford F-150 truck with an available interior work surface and 12-inch touchscreen. It's built tough. Visit your local Southern California dealer to test drive one today. And now, here's Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete, and Eric Dickerson. All right, here we go, NFL Football Monday. Two hours for us today. ED joins the show. ED, how are you? Good afternoon, guys. How are you? I'm good. Doing well, ED. Doing well. All right, a lot to get to. Uh, And let's start with the Chargers. Let's start with the Chargers, that nice little team. (laughs) Then we're going to move down to uh, the Rams. But let's get started with the Chargers. A lot of questions after yesterday. A lot of questions after yesterday. Uh, I'll start with this, and I'll ask both of you. Would you have played Justin Herbert? You're playing Jacksonville. Obviously, Jacksonville can play. But, boy, he didn't look good. He took a couple of hits. Then they were getting blown out, and he stayed in the game. Would you have played Justin Herbert? Rodney. Well, first of all, only they know how how good he is, right? Only the, the training staff, them going through the week of practice and seeing how he is, only they really know how bad those ribs were. Um, but once they... We're getting blown out. It was very evident from from the first snap that Jacksonville came to play and the Chargers didn't. Uh, and, they, and they blew they blew out the Chargers in every aspect of that game. So yeah, when it was thirty three or thirty one to ten or whenever it was in the fourth quarter, second half, you got to pull them out of the game. I mean, you're not coming back at that point because you didn't play well the whole game. And the only thing that can happen is something bad, and that's him getting hurt. So I don't know why he was in there at the end of that game, Fred. I'm with you on that one. But to start him, I get it. You know, guys are bumped, and Eric and I say it all the time, guys are not 100% from day one. So you're going to be bumps and bruises along the way. Only he knows if he could go. And, and he decided to go, and it didn't it didn't turn out well, but you don't have to keep him in the game at the end. I, I agree, I agree, Rodney. And, and you know, when, when, you, when you play a sport like football, you want to be on the field. You want to be out there playing, and I guarantee you they say, well, how do you feel? You know, and he probably say, you know, I think I can go. You know, he I'm, I, he, he'll say you know, I just can't do it. <laughs> you know, it just ain't going to happen. So I'm sure he wanted to be out there uh, when the game started. Now, I'm with you, Rodney. At the end of the game, you know, even we as players, and you know this as well as I do, when you're one of them games, you get blown out. And let's say you're you, you let's say you're healthy. And and you look at that clock, you're like, man, I don't want to go back in the offense. Like, oh, my gosh. I don't want to go back in him. Man, we getting killed. <laughs> you know, I want to live to have another, another day. Yeah, fight yeah, another so day. I, I, 
I didn't understand why they had him in the game because, I mean, he is the franchise quarterback and you got to protect him. And I, I'm telling you, I guarantee you, those ribs are going to bother him all year. Yep. Yeah. But, I mean, you're so early in the season. And I understand he wants to be out there with his teammates. And he probably had a conversation with Brandon Staley. And he wanted him to know, I, I want to be out there fighting with my guys. But there's a point where somebody's got to be the adult. I get the collaborative nature of things. I get hearing people and, and letting them express themselves and working with them. But if you're the coach of the team and you know that everything is based around one guy, you let him start, you guys fall behind. Let's be honest, he didn't look sharp from the beginning, and now you're behind. Get him out of the game. Get well, him not, out of the game. Don't risk it. Don't I, don't continue this. I, I agree, Fred. But I mean, okay, what do you take him out after the after they're up fourteen nothing? You take him out then? No, no. You you've got you, you still have a chance. I mean, people come back from twenty one points down. Like look, look what happened to the Raiders last week. Uh, we could go. Yeah. They were down. They were up twenty to nothing, and and, and got beat. So, you know, you got to give yourself a chance to to win a football game. And, and look, those wins are hard to get. You know, sometimes they come ugly. Sometimes they come pretty. But you know, they they're hard to come by. So. I, I get why he wanted to play. I, I get why the coach let him play, and I'm sure he wanted to play also. But keep him in the game late. Eh, that, that's that's not a good, that's not a good call. Because let me tell you something: that Jacksonville defense was yeah. not messing around. You could tell it from the very beginning. They came to play football. They, they, this is a different football team than they were a year ago under Doug Peterson. I mean, Doug Peterson's a good coach. I like him as a coach. He he knows how to coach a quarterback. As you can see, the difference in Trevor Lawrence right there. Yeah, yeah. yesterday, but. Um, they came, to play, they came to play football yesterday. Yeah, we thought, you know, they beat Indianapolis 24 to nothing and shut them out. We thought, oh, it's Indianapolis. They're not very good. And they, uh, you know, Jacksonville, okay, they got lucky. But that def that defense is real. As we saw, the Colts beat the, beat the Chiefs too. So, I mean, it's wide open in the NFL this year. But you write about that Jacksonville defense. Doug Peterson has got them going, got the quarterback going that everybody, you know, was was, was – down on because he had to play under Urban Meyer last year, but Doug Peterson got in there and showed everybody why Trevor Lawrence is a outstanding quarterback. He's going to be a great player. Uh, but that defense, uh, and, and yeah, Fred, there comes a point in the game, in the second half, where you go, this is an uphill battle that we ain't going to win, and we got to cut our losses right now, and number one thing we got to do is try to stay healthy and keep, stay healthy out of this game. And and the number one guy you got to keep healthy is your quarterback. And why he was in there that late when the game was really out of hand, I don't understand. You know, you said something at the very top, and it gets me to thinking they weren't prepared, they weren't ready to play. When that happens, you've got to point the finger at the coach, don't you, Rodney? Well, I'm just saying I test, Fred. I test looked like Jacksonville came ready to play. And I don't know if it's, you know, Justin didn't have a whole lot of week of practice. Uh, he wasn't, he clearly wasn't sharp. Um, but defensively, Jacksonville, but offensively, Jacksonville took it to him too. So Jacksonville, I think, I think is a much better football team than we give them credit for. But I also believe that, that the Chargers weren't ready to play. You're at home. You're at home. You got to come out ready to play. And it, it didn't look like they were ready to play. So, yeah, it falls on the coach. Uh, also, they suffered two injuries. Rayshon Slater, offensive lineman, he could be done for the year. That is a complete nightmare because you need him to protect Justin Herbert. And Joey Bosa left again. We don't know how serious that groin injury is. And the Chargers, I mean, when you looked at their roster going into the season and you thought, oh, these guys are loaded, okay. Sure, they need a couple of breaks. They've got the quarterback. 
But if they get a couple of breaks, they're going to be pretty good. So suddenly the quarterback is hurt. That's a problem. You've lost a star defensive lineman, and you've lost an offensive tackle. I, could they already be snake bit? They're three weeks in. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> go, go ahead. Edie. Go ahead. Uh, you know, yes, you can be. I mean, you can get snake bit. Look, injuries come out of nowhere. I mean, like, like that's why I'm always big on playing guys in the preseason because you know when the injury's going to come. You can say, oh, I'm going to keep I'm going to save them, you know, for the season, and they could get hurt in the first regular season game and, and it's over you can't get snake big injuries like i say you can't predict them they just happen uh joey bosa got hurt yesterday you know that's 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 football and i said i go back to what i said earlier about justin herbert those ribs are going to be a problem all year because you know one thing is those teams going to hit him and 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 you know this well as i do rodney you're a quarterback they're gonna yeah. come after you they're gonna say oh get, 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 get them ribs get them ribs you can you know get, get on them ribs because because you know, you're not trying to you're not trying to end the guy's career, but you want to give your you want to give your team the best chance of winning, and the best chance of winning is not having your star quarterback in the football game. Yeah, hundred hundred percent. You know, we look Anthony Lynn got fired because they couldn't stay healthy, and they put it on him. You know, the year yep. that they were healthy, they went all they went deep in the playoffs, and then for you know, I I I can only remember one year where they were totally healthy under Anthony Lynn. So here we go again with the Chargers being snake bitten. We don't know how long Bose is out. But I tell you what, Slater is a big deal for Justin Herbert. For him being out, that is a big deal with a guy that's suffering from from sore ribs right now. Yep. Do not leave, need your offensive lineman out like that. And as Eric said, he is going to be dealing with this every single week because every week he's going to get hit. And it's not just sacks. It's, it's when he releases the ball. It's when he's running. It's everything he does, he's going to get hit. And that's going to bother him all season long. And they're in a tough conference. I mean, that division is not an easy division. I mean, if not, you got Kansas City, you've got the Ra and the Raiders, and they're zero three, but they're still they're, they're the way you got. You man, you saw how Denver, man, that Denver defense was bringing it last night. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, this is a tough conference. Yeah, and Kansas City lost yesterday, so that obviously would have given the Chargers an opportunity to take care of that loss they had in Kansas City. It's just really disappointing. I have to be honest with you. And yes. I, we talked about this when Anthony Lynn was there. Of course, Anthony Lynn also had problems with the special teams. They imploded. But, you know, there got to a point where you've got to perform on the field. And the expectations have never been higher for the Chargers than they are this year. Since they've been in L.A. This is the year. Yeah, They've got well, the quarterback and they've got this roster. And it's like, oh, no. I, I You know, honestly, I don't know if, if this were to continue how long you can sit with this. Well, let me, I'm going to say this here. Let's see if they do um, the head coach. What's his name? The head coach. Brandon Charles, Staley. Brandon Staley, like they did Anthony Lynn. You know, let's see, if it, let's see if that happens. If you're not winning, you know, this year, uh, they didn't win last year. They don't win this year. Let's say they win the next year. Then what happens? You know, do you do him the same way? Because, hey, I, got, I told you that, Fred. It wasn't Anthony Lynn's fault that his team was not healthy. You, you can't. You, you can't. I mean, you, you can't put that on the coach. And backups. That's why they're backups. <laughs> Some of them are not that good. They're just not. And and when you have backups playing against starters, that's that's a big that's a big change. So let's just see. I hope the Chargers pull out of this. I hope they do. But I'm telling you, when when you lose when you lose your left tackle, you got your best defensive lineman down. You got your quarterback banged up already, man. And and this is only the third week, and it's gonna get it's gonna get tougher. So yeah. let's see I what happens. And I think they looked at that schedule, like you know, Eric and I pointed out. You look at the schedule. Okay. We can get that one. We're going to get yep. that one. That's going to be a tough one. I guarantee you they looked at that Jacksonville game in week three at home going, oh, yeah, we're going to get that one. 
Oh, we don't get that one. That's the win. I, 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 for sure. Oh, we win that one. Yeah, we might. Yeah, you, you know, you. We all do. It's, it's yep. like looking at the looking at the cold weather. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be nice. Oh, that's gonna be kind of chill. could be chilly. Oh, that's gonna be freezing cold. Let you already know. <laughs> <laughs> get ready for. It. Yeah. No, I, 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 I agree with you. I agree with you. I just think now, and to put a button on the Chargers' performance, hindsight's twenty twenty. Man, I, I would not have played Herbert. I just wouldn't have done it at all. No, and here's why: because you guys have both said it, and you've both lived it, and I'm sure both of you had a situation where they said, "Can you go?" And even if you thought eh, it's a little iffy, you're gonna go. I'm going out there to play. Uh, but my God. Now you've got a guy that's probably more dinged up today than he was going into that game. That, I don't think there's any question. He took a couple of hits, and you've both talked about rib injuries. So it's as bad, if not worse, but it's not better than it was. So now you've got him dinged up for another week. And after that, for that, I'd rather play Chase Daniel, go out, get your, get your lunch handed to you, write it off, come back, Herbert's healthier, and you go again. I I just think it was a mistake. Okay, and then all right. Let's say they lose. Let's say let's say they let Herbert sit out uh, the game to play Jacksonville. Right, and Jackson, they lose. Yeah, and they lose. Yeah. Jacksonville, they they would play that ass. I mean, that's you got to call it to see. Yeah. Okay, and then let's say the next week they lose again with Herbert. Now what? Then what? You, you can say we should have played him. No. I mean, oh no, I still wouldn't have said you should have played him. No. Well, but but you lose again. So 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 what's the, so what's the difference? Say it, say you lose say you lose two in a row. Right. And then say and say you play me and lose three in a row. Then you, then you win one. See, the, the the problem is, Fred, is that you know you you got to play your players if they if they feel like they can play. I mean, no offense, Fred, but you know, have you ever played in the NFL? I'm gonna answer that for you. I'm answer that for you. No, you well, have not. Well, define, but, but. define playing in the NFL. <laughs> well, playing on the playing. Yeah, on we the clear about that. Right? Get, getting hit, getting chased <laughs> around, getting slammed on the ground. How about have you ever done that, Fred? With your, with your helmet turned backwards, your helmet probably turned backwards. No, my helmet's not been turned backwards. No. <laughs> Like, like, E.D., let me ask you, in your years of playing, how many games did you probably play where you probably shouldn't have been playing? Oh, a bunch of them. Right. A, a lot. Right. I, I won't forget, we, we played against the Atlanta Falcons when I was with the Colts. And my hamstring, I just hurt my hamstring the week before in uh, Cincinnati. And I tried to play. And I, I wanted to play. I really wanted to play. And, I, and it felt good in warm-up. But the problem with it is, is once I started to make them hard cuts and, you know, and, and trying to push off on guys, you know, you. I felt him like, ah, man. I, I, I knew I probably shouldn't be out here. Then I felt myself as a liability because now I'm gonna get myself hurt because you know they ain't slowing up because you got a hurt hamstring. They're like, hey, man, good. That's that's good for us. So of course, I mean, I, I, as a as a football player, Fred, you have a different mentality. Rodney knows it. I know it. You have a mentality like I want to be out there, just like. I told you before, and I talked to the military guys, and I said, man, why do you go back when, you, when you're done with your tour? I want to be out there with my guys. It's the same thing in football. You want to be out there with your players. If you feel like you can perform to any kind of level, you feel like, I need to be out here. I, I, I need to be out here. Because understand, at, at Justin Herbert's this average, let's say he's a, an average player, you know, that an, an, another player, that's his best. And and, I, and, he, yeah. and he's being average, and that but that's 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 it. That that would be yeah. that, would, that would be the backup's best. So seventy five percent of Justin Herbert better than Chase Daniel playing. So you you, you got it. So so, so he's, he's got to be out there. But at the end of the game, when when the game is out of hand, man, you yeah. got to pull him. You got to take him out. Now I, I that's that's the one hundred percent. Don't forget our visits with Eric are brought to you by your Southern California Ford dealers. Check out the new Ford F one fifty today. 
All right. That puts a bow on the Chargers. Let's open the box of the Rams next. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Together, all right, we can make things happen. Presented by your Southern California Ford dealers. This is L.A. Football Mondays. Visit MyFordNow.com. Now, here's Eric Dickerson, Fred Rogan, and Rodney Peet. AM570, L.A. Sports. That's right. Welcome back. It's L.A. Football Monday. Rodney Peet, Fred Rogan, and the Hall of Famer, Eric Dickerson. Coming at you, Freddie. Freddie, you ever played football? <laughs> Can I ever play? <laughs> of course I, I play. Fred ran on the field with his uniform on. No, back in the My- day. Yes, I can see you played a little Pop Warner back in the day, Fred. A little middle school. No, no, I didn't. No, I didn't play Pop Warner. They they didn't have Pop Warner when Fred was around. Yes, they did, Eric. They had Pop Warner. (laughs) They just just called it Pop. (laughs) 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 No warmth, just Pop. No, I uh, (laughs) I was a quarterback at uh, Westwood Elementary School. Westwood Elementary. I know Westwood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was a quarterback. Now it was flag football. Okay. Okay. But uh, we were very competitive. Yeah. Know? And then you stopped when? When you were what? Like uh, two games into the year I played quarterback. I had enough football. <laughs> I, I, was, I said, did you ever throw a touchdown, Fred? I can answer that. No. Oh, of course I did. <laughs> no, you didn't. Oh, no, and it was very fast, too. But I mean, yeah, but I no, I never played. I but was, you said ba- baseball was looking very good to you at that point. Baseball looked great. Yeah. Baseball, yeah. Basketball looked really good to me. Right. And you could, and you could jump really high, you said. Oh, my he God. Dunked, he dunked a Eric, tell you, you can dunk. You can dunk off two feet. You got the you got the film of that. I like to see it. On, I don't believe. No, it. unfortunately, you know, back then we were working with stone tablets. They didn't even have film. But yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> back in the day, yo, no, I could really jump, and I was very fast. Yeah, you know. So, and and in baseball, I was the catcher. Basketball, I was the point guard. Right. So yeah, okay, you I, ran the I, show, I, then, Fred. Yeah. Ran it. Yeah. yeah, you got like a leader, Fred, because the catcher is kind of leader on the baseball field. Yeah. Calls the signals and point guard in basketball, okay? But the problem is we don't have any film of any of this, so he no could tell us so. anything. Well, no, you know, Eric. You're going to have to take my word for it. What? I, if it, I'm if sure it, you can dig up something from, from what's high school? Phoenix, hey, what's, Phoenix, what, 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 what school did you go to? What, you stop West for? Phoenix High School. You want me to send you a yearbook picture of me? In no, West Phoenix High School. I'm good. Let's I'm put good. that up on the gram. <laughs> you and your you and your high school uniform. I, you want I'd me to find to it? Yes, I, please. I'd love to see that. Okay. I, I okay. can find it for you. I'll get it for you. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'll send it to you. Yeah. Should we okay. go call the Ethiers and see if they got it? No, I've got I've got a picture at home. Okay. On my computer there. I'll get it and I'll send yes. it to you guys. Yes. What was your what was your mascot called? Uh oh the Thunderbird. Ooh. Oh, Where the Thunderbird. Definitely Thunderbird. Phoenix. Thunderbird. Definitely Thunderbird. Phoenix. Thunderbird. Were y'all drinking Thunderbird back then? <laughs> What we could afford. <laughs> when Eddie Ortiz would get drunk and run out of all the parties naked. Yeah. Yeah. Little Thunderbird wine, no problem. So, uh, Rams, Rams come up on the right side again. Not an awe-inspiring effort. He, here was my takeaway before we get to the Rams. Before the season started, Kyler Murray, you know, scrubbed his social media. Yeah. He became the center of attention. He was the guy, and he got paid. Either willingly or unwillingly, they had to pay him. So, they did. Okay, we heard the story about his film study. We That was humiliating. But nonetheless, it's behind us now. 
he got paid. Now, some of his running backs didn't help him yesterday. They dropped a couple of balls. But if he had made plays down the stretch and he had thrown the ball where it needed to be, he'd have beat the Rams. And I looked at it like, from the Kyler Murray perspective, if you're going to make yourself the center of attention, you got to deliver. you got to perform. And if he had performed yesterday, I think it would have been a different game, Rodney. And they end up paying him. Yeah, they right? did. That's what they I'm ended saying. up paying him with all that, all that mess, all he did in the offseason. See, I'm, I'm, here's the thing. And, and I'm I'm not uh, I, I like his I'm not taking away anything away from his talent because he he is very talented and he is I'm sure played with a chip on his shoulder his whole life because he's been undersized and people doubted him all the way through and apparently you know he's got the best record in Texas high school football for winning I guess four straight state championships and number one pick in the draft and Oklahoma all that but his body language is the worst body language I've seen from a quarterback especially now playing. You got to know as a quarterback that that every camera is on you on every single play and after the play. On the sideline, everywhere you go the cameras are on you. Guys are looking at that. When you show up your receivers and your running backs if they ran the wrong route or they they drop a pass and you throwing your arms up. He did it to the coach yesterday. He was doing it to Clint Kingsbury when they were trying to get a play in and calling them play. It was and they had to end up calling a timeout. Threw his hands up at him. It's just his body language is so bad um, when things are not going well for him. I just I don't know how far honestly he can take them with that because you, other players see it. Other players see it. why are you blaming me because that that's that's the approach and that's what they feel when you show them up like that, and that's not a good thing to do as as a quarterback, but. But the guy is a tremendous talent. We saw him play against the Raiders and brought them back single-handedly. It's just, if he can't do that every week, I don't know if Arizona can really win. Well, you know, well, as I do, Ronnie, you, you, know, you can't do it every week. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can't. You can't. That's, that's impossible. I'm going to say, y'all said one, one key word in there. If. If. That big word, if. It's only two letters, I and an F. If was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. Mm-hmm. If. If if we'd have had more time, we'd have won. If we wouldn't have fumbled that ball, we'd have won the football game. If we'd have made that sack, it's all these ifs, ifs. Look, the Rams have always had Arizona's number. You look at just look, go back and look at it. I mean, this is you know if, if you gonna always lose a few to 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 to, to, to a team that you know that you both I say superior to. If you play them twice a year, they're gonna yeah. get you once in a while. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they might get you once. They might, they might get you once every couple of years, but. I mean, look, the Rams did not play great football yesterday. They started off They started off good. But to me, uh, like Allen Robinson dropped that touchdown. That was a touchdown. Went right through his hands. Uh, we got on the goal line. Uh, Cam Makers fumbled. I mean, it should have been a, it should have been almost like a blowout, but it wasn't. They made it close. But, you know, all those ifs, if, he, if Kyler Murray would have threw the ball here, if he would have did that, he would have did that, you know. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Because, you know, one thing, great teams, they come to, they come to the task. They, they come to win. The Rams know how to win. That's that's the big thing. We know how to. You might not like the Rams. You might not be a Ram fan. But Rams have a history. We have a history of having good football team. We were bad for many years in St. Louis, even before we left. We went to St. Louis. But we have a history of having great players. You know, um, knowing how to win football games, and that's that's what it comes down to. Arizona, to me, has always been that team that, yeah, they good, but you know they. You know, they're, they're, like I say, they're Arizona for a reason. And, and you know, we won that football. It wasn't pretty. But, you know, Rodney, as well as I do, man, you got to take these wins when you get them. I mean, hey, that's what it comes he, down to. 
ED, we say it all the time. You got to win the ones when you don't even play well. You got to win you. those games. And I'm going to say that when we talk about USC because that's another one. You got to win those games when you don't play well. And the Rams haven't played well. Let's face it. <laughs> they really haven't played well yet this season. They haven't hit their stride. But guess what? They're two, two and one. one. They're, they're two and one. They're two and one. I tell you, yeah. I bet you uh, um, Arizona like to be two and one. Uh, Seattle like to be two and one. Like that game that San Francisco like to be two and one. San Francisco like to be two. Let me tell you something. Now, if they go and play like the way they played the last two weeks in San Francisco, they'll get beat to death. I really believe that because that's because the Niners, you know, that's the rivalry game. That's that's that they they lost what ten to eleven. Let's go ten to eleven last night. Yeah, like a baseball yeah. Ugly game. Yeah, ugly game. But but you know what? Uh, uh, was it in Denver? Denver was, was taking that win, and they're happy. Were you so excited yep. they were? They don't care. It's a win. That's what it comes down to. It's a win. Do you think Matthew Stafford looks right? I do. I mean, I I, I thought I thought he looked I thought he looked pretty good. Yeah, I thought he looked good yesterday. Look, you know, it's it's gonna be certain. It's gonna be a. a and Rodney, I'm I'm talking like I'm a quarter. I'm not a quarterback, but I can just talk about when you play a series, like a series. You're going to be hot certain series. Like, you may have mm -hmm. three series that you're really hot. You know, the running the ball good, you're throwing the ball good, your receivers look good. Then you may come back two series in a row and have to punt like, man, man, what's, what, what all of a sudden happened? Because they start making changes on defense, but you may drop a pass. A guy runs the wrong route. A guy runs the wrong route short or, or just covered well. But yesterday, I thought he looked I thought he looked good. I mean, I really did. He made some passes. That one he threw to, to, threw to uh, uh, what's the tight end? Uh, he threw Take a side on. The, 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 yeah. the sidearm pass, yeah, yeah. man. It's only a few guys to make that throw. I mean, yeah, I, and, he's, I, and he and he's one of them. Look, I didn't, I didn't think he he didn't look really good at all against Buffalo, and Buffalo no. can make a lot of people look bad. But um, I, and and I question whether it's right. I don't think it's anything to do with his injury right now. I think it's just Rams haven't quite got their rhythm going just yet. I don't think it's anything particular with uh, with Matthew Stafford. Um, I just think it's a, there's so many factors. When you when you do play quarterback, that make you can make a series as you mentioned, Eric. Series a series. There'd be one series where everything's clean in front of you. Everybody's blocked their man, and everybody ran the right route. And it's all good. And then the next series, it could be one step. One guy on the offensive line misses his block or doesn't hold up long enough that causes you to rush or causes you to sidestep. That causes you to be late. And all of a sudden, the pass is behind the receiver instead of right on the money. It's a lot of factors involved. But I, I think that he made some great throws yesterday that. We like, okay, that's Matthew Stafford. Um, the Rams have a, as a whole, I don't think, have clicked right now. Again, at the end of the day, they're 2-1, and one and they haven't played well. And I think they can look at themselves in the locker room going, we haven't come close to playing as well as we can play, but yet we're 2-1 and one leading our division. So that's a good sign. When you know you haven't played well, yet you're still winning games. Right. I mean, look, Allen Robinson is a new addition. He really is. He's still trying to get his stride. I mean, OBJ didn't catch his stride right off the bat. I mean, it just, it just takes time. I mean, Matthew Stafford, you know, he, he's worked with Cooper Cups. He knows Cooper. You know, he, he knows Hickey. He knows and, those and, guys. And Cooper not going to have the year Cooper had last year just because everybody's going to be keying on him. You so, know, I, I said yeah. they're going to be keying on him. Right. <laughs> it was good to see Cam Akers yesterday run the ball, score a long touchdown. Uh, they went to the ground a little more, Eric. Yeah, I, I like the way they ran the football. I mean, he ran tough. I mean, he ran tough. He, and he made some – I mean, it was one, I think, the – the uh, the linebacker blitzed through, made blitzed, and he made him miss. Basically, made him miss. I'm like, man, that was a great run. I mean, I think he picked up like six or seven yards. But I know how hard that is being a running back. Anytime you get penetration in the backfield, the defense wins ninety percent of the time. Sometimes you have to make a miss, and he made the guy miss. And I think he picked up like seven yards. You know, and you know the turnover on the goal line. He was trying to get the ball in, get it over the over the goal line, and 
the guy punched it out. I mean, that's just, that's football. It's, I always say this. Guy's not going out there saying, you know what, man? I'm going to fumble this ball this time. You know what? I'm going to throw an interception. The hell with it. It don't work like that. Those guys, they take that stuff home with them. It bothers him. I could tell when he fumbled, he went to the sideline. He was really distraught over it. But that's football. I mean, it just it happens. It's like when Matt Stafford throw interceptions, you can't you can't let that bother you. You got to go back. You got to go back out there and do it again. Yeah, and he's such he's going to be such a factor for them that they got to keep him. They got to keep him in the loop and not let him get and go into the tank because uh, as the season goes on and the more carries he gets, he he's a he is a talent. I don't know about from your eyes, Ed, but I like the way he runs. I like his toughness, um, and I like to see him get the ball twenty sometimes a game. Me too. I mean, he's 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 not a big guy, right? But he but he's a guy well, to me. He runs he, big. He's, t- he's tough. He run, he he runs big. He he's like a he's like a Ward Dunn type. Ward Dunn was not a big running back for Tampa Bay, but man, Ward carried the ball twenty sometimes. Yeah, and, and and he could do something with it. And he's that kind of back. All right, let's switch over to the Raiders now. And uh, oh boy, boy, in a game that Rodney, oh you said that could be it. a defining game for their season. They they just laid an egg. They didn't look yeah. very good. They were they were basically punished by Tennessee. Uh, now, new coach Josh McDaniel. How long it takes to turn things around, I don't know. But right now, the Raiders are in a really bad spot. Yeah, they're in trouble. Zero and three, and and zero and three after losing that game the way they lost to Arizona. When you up twenty to nothing at home and twenty three to three at one point, and you let that let them come back. Um, that's devastating. And then you got to go on the road and play Tennessee, another team that, that was 0-2 at the time, fighting for any kind of win, and you don't play well. You talk about a guy that doesn't look right. Derek Carr don't look right, Fred. Yeah. He does not yeah. look right. I mean, he was, you know, sharp down the stretch last year, put that team on his back, but he doesn't re- look right. And it's and it's weird because now he's got – and I don't know, sometimes you get your boy there, you get your best friend on the team, and you try to feed him a little bit too much maybe. I don't know with Demonte Adams there. But he does not look uh, – he does not look right. And it may be a new system with Josh McDaniels there that he's got to take some time to get used to it. But them as a team, they do not look right. You said it right. As a team, they don't look right, and then that's the most important thing as a football team. I mean, and you know, it's, it's hard for. And I, like, I didn't. I never played quarterback, I, but for a running back, and I, and I said this before, that when you go to a, a new team or you have a new system come in, everything is different. It really is. Like I told you before, when we played, when I was the Rams, two, four, six, eight. The holes are to the right. When I got to the Colts, everything was flipped around to the left. It, 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 it was hard to get used to. You know, things were were, were backwards to me. So sometimes it takes a quarterback, and I would say for you, Rodney, you know this better than I do, it takes a quarterback just a little bit longer than it will a running back to, mm-hmm. to get on track. But in the running game, comes late, but still, you know, it's still different. You got to get used to the blocking scheme. You got to get used to guys, you know, how they block. You know, everything is different for us right now. The defense, I thought, played pretty well for the Raiders. They, 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 they held up. They kind of played pretty well. But the, the offense is like, it's like sputtering. It's just like it's, it's it's like it's almost like the Rams' offense. It's like they're not hitting on all the cylinders. They got the talent, but it's just not hitting right now. Yeah, but you have a coach who was an offensive quote unquote genius in New England. The guy that put their entire offensive scheme together and won Super Bowls. Now he goes here. He's got a quarterback that can play. Is it concerning? Or now, since you just hired the guy, do you have to sit and just ride this out and hope they catch lightning in a bottle? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> New, England, New, England, New England's had, you know, 
Wait, I think Tom four Brady. or five different offensive coordinators during the Tom Brady era, right? That's how many of them have gone on. How, how many of them have gone on and been great head coaches? You got yeah. Bill O'Brien, Josh McDaniels the second time around, Charlie Weiss. I mean, not not many of them. So the common denominator of them being oh this guru genius of a head coach was Tom Brady playing quarterback for him. Um, Thank you. So, so Thank you. Let's Thank you. hesitate on a little bit on this genius calling guys genius first um, because none of them has really gone on and done well since they left uh, New England and left Tom Brady. Um, but, yeah, to Eric's point, though, it, it does take time, and, it, and it's going to take time. I don't know if the Raiders are willing to give them that time because uh, I guess apparently – uh, they had a some closed door meeting he had with Mark Davis. I don't know. Mark Davis is very happy with the way they started this season with high hopes and just trading for Devontae Adams and paying him a lot of money and saying, "Okay, we're we're ready to take that next step." And they're not. They're zero and three right now, and that is that is not good for the Raider Nation because they will let you know. You know that's right. Let me ask. Let me ask you this question, right? So, all right, being zero and three, what do you think? Do you, do you think they got a shot? I'm going to tell you what I think, but tell me what you think. 0-3, now think about that. You know you know how football is. They're 0-3. They're 0-3, and the Raiders right. are 0-3 in the division with Kansas City, Denver, and, and the Chargers. Yeah. Right. They have no shot. <laughs> not, not, <laughs> I say they have no shot. They got Kansas City this week. Kansas City just yeah. lost. I'm telling you, man, it could be 0-4. Kansas 0 City coming. Yeah, come, it yeah. might be 0-4. 0-4. 0-4. And, and let's, go the thing the, is, let's go is, bet the draft clean Kings, Fred, right now. 0-4. <laughs> it's, 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 it's start. It's, it's, you, you start, you, you know, got a lot of guys that, man, let me just get, ready to get my stuff. So I start packing up and go home. <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, like, you know, you because I've, I've been on one of them teams, a 1-15 team in Indianapolis. Man, when you 0-4, 0-5, when you 0-6, oh, you done for sure. You like you man. Sick. You start That's making you start probably. making plans to go back to where if you got a house in <laughs> Tennessee and California, <laughs> Texas, man. Eric is keeping it real. Eric is keeping it real in the locker room. That's locker room talk right here, Fred. Because a lot it. of guys, a lot of guys will say, "Okay, I got. Oh yeah." I'm going to stop that from coming to the house and start shipping stuff right back home. I'm going to stop that. The guy's coming to you in the locker room when, you you know, it looks like you're not going to make the playoff. Uh, you know, I got I to gotta pad them stats. I got some, I got some incentives coming up. I got, I got some incentives coming up. I got to get eight balls this week. I got to get eight right. catches this week. So that's that that mentality starts to sip in, seep in. But you really, I mean, as a team, you don't want that to seep in until week 14, 15 if you're not going to make it, but not in week four, Fred. Man, yeah, that's the best. That's the hard part. You know, I don't think people are really aware of the fact, honestly, and I'm glad you guys are being honest and open about it, that if you're on a team that you're going, well, we're we're done, or we really don't have a shot now, I mean, how do you show up every week and get fired up because it's just a new game and a new opportunity, but you know in the back of your mind it doesn't mean much? Are you just playing for you, you at that you, point? You do it because you're professional and you're an athlete and that's what you're made of, right? So you do it and you live for Sundays and Sundays come and you get excited and you think you do. But, you know, you, you, some games you feel like, oh, this is going to be an uphill battle, but you go compete because that's what you're about. You're about competing. Um, and you're not. it's not that you're, you're giving up, Fred. You're being real about what your situation is. You're being real about, okay, our season – doesn't look like we're going to go to the playoffs, um, but we still got to play these out. We still got to go be professionals. So uh, it, it's a tough mentality. During the week makes it the toughest, especially <sighs> practicing on Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays and, you know, knowing that, you know, you got no shot to make the playoffs. That's a that's a tough thing. Sundays are great because it's playing the game. 
but it's during the week that you got to fight through it, which is the dog days, and that's that's tough. Especially, Eric will tell you when you in, in the cold weather in Indiana, you got oh, to go and you, you got to go out there in that the cold. cold. Go Detroit, that cold. Detroit teams I was on, we was out of it in week eight, Fred. And you, and you oh. practicing outside? Oh, man. But I, I'm going to tell you, Rodney, you know, I, I got to say this much here. When I played pro football, I'm going to go back to even high school, man. You know, I, 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 all of my teams were pretty t- pretty close. They the close football team. They're all tight. I've never been on a team that was more divided than that team in Indianapolis my last two years there. Mm. I mean, it, it, it made me did not dislike football because you, you yeah. said something. Well, you, you're right. You, you're professionals. You want to go out and be a professional. And it was so many guys on that football team that had the mentality, man, I just want to get my check. Man, yeah. I'm like, man, you ain't got yeah. no pride. I mean, that's, I mean, I, it right. was so frustrating for me. I mean, it was, that, that's why I said, I've got to get the hell out of here because it was so bad. I mean, I've never seen a team that was so jealous, so envious. Players, if your name was in the paper, they name, I'm like, man, this is crazy. I mean, because, like, you're right. When, when you're 0 and 5 or 0 and 6, we were, we were 1 and 15 that year. I'm like, this was, this is, it, it was, it was hard. It was hard to play. I'm going to tell you that. Yeah. When you say guys are jealous, would they talk to you about it, or would they talk behind your back? They talk behind your back. They would talk. They would talk behind your uh-huh. back. Another, you know, other than the guys who are cool with you, they'll tell you, man, so awesome, man. Because I, you know, we're not playing anymore. I talked to a guy I played with Eugene Daniels. He, he's from. He played at the LSU. Great defensive back. But I think Eugene played 15 years. And Eugene told me, he said, Eric, man, when I when I was at Indy, he said, first of all, I didn't think we never try. We weren't trying to win. I could tell you that. He said, then we heard we we're gonna get you. And I said, we ain't getting no Eric Dickerson, man. We ain't trying to win around here. He said, when I saw you walk through the locker room, I was shocked. He said, damn, maybe they are trying to win. Because I had, I mean, I came from a winning mentality. High school, college, the Rams. I, I like winning. I don't like losing. And me and him talked about it. He said, Eric, he said, man, it, we, we, at one point, we, we thought we were trying to win. Then all of a sudden, we start taking steps backwards, getting rid of guys, you know, because of the money. Yeah. And, and, and it just, it takes a toll on you. It takes a toll on you as a player. It does. It, man, you know, right? It just takes yeah. a toll on you. If, if, I just talk, I'm sure people that, that, that hear this show, at your job, you're probably like, they got rid of so-and-so. Man, he's such a good, we need him. But, hey, we're trying to save some money. Oh, and it's, it, it's, it's so frustrating. Do you, um, obviously you both do. Rodney, you got to a Super Bowl. Eric, you didn't get to one. No, I didn't get no Super Bowl right. playoff. You, but you both know guys that not only didn't get to a Super Bowl, but just played on bad teams throughout their career. Yeah, oh. I mean, forget yeah. getting to a Super Bowl. How about just winning? Yeah, getting I, to the playoffs. What What is that like for guys who play five, six years and just by luck of the draw end up on bad teams and never experience winning? I'm gonna tell you, I guess that's. I, I, I was I was just talking about a guy just like that, a guy named Jeff Harrod. I played with him, Indianapolis Colts. He was a he was he was like a tenth round draft pick. Didn't think he was gonna make the team. Didn't think he was gonna make. But this man, he could play. I mean, he's an inside linebacker. Jeff played 15 years. Played on the worst football team. If Jeff would have been on a team that would win the Super Bowl, or a team that was winning, to me, he had a Hall of Fame career. He really did. And he was that kind of player. He was a true, when they say banger, like, he'd be like, y'all can't block me. I say, Jeff, we're in practice. We ain't supposed to block you, boy. You crazy? I mean, he was that kind of player. But, man, he's so beat up now. His, if you saw his hands, I'm going to send you a picture of his hands. We get off. Just send you a picture of him over the phone. All right. Man, it, it's so bad. I feel bad for him because he was such a great player and played on crappy teams and guys like, some guys just didn't care at the at the at the end. At the end. When he, when I was gone, he was like Eric, man. It was just it was it even got worse around here. But 
that's that's hard for a guy. It, it really is. Yeah, it's it's hard because there are a number of those guys that that are strictly there just to catch a collect yeah. a paycheck, and and that's it. And so they're not going they're not going to go hard in practice. They're not going you know you can't count on them all the time and on Sundays. Um, but it's 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 from the top, Fred. It's when you when you're in an organization. It comes from all the way at the top that you you kind of feel that and you know may not feel it coming out of, like Eric said coming out of college you win and you can okay this is where it's gonna be then you start to understand the league you start to understand the NFL and how it's a business and then how organizations work and it becomes very frustrating and discouraging when you are at an organization that the most important thing is not to win it yeah you is go that bottom line and guys oh come and go all the time guys that are great you like oh. We just get next year. He's gonna be great. Next year, he's not there anymore. <laughs> That's it, right? You know, they say he's not there anymore. You, you, yeah. know, you can't understand why. What is man? Money, man. Like we, we, we need. Man, they don't care. It's about the money. Yeah. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ford Truck Month is here. Get behind the wheel of a Ford F-150 truck and get after it with an available interior work service. Visit your local Southern California Ford dealer to learn more. After the game, here's the report. Coach went over, ripped off the helmet and the pads of an opposing player. By the way, this happened in high school. We'll get to it next. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And now another Rogan and Rodney. Oh, yeah. Afternoon delight. Oh, yeah. Today's Afternoon Delight is Unholy by Sam Smith. The chorus from this Kim Petras assisted track has made the rounds on social media over the last few weeks and the UK native officially debuted the song late last week. In a recent interview, Smith said after taking a, butt, taking a bit of a hiatus during the pandemic, he is finally ready to be around people and have fun again. Again, today's Afternoon Delight is Unholy by Sam Smith featuring Kim Petrus. Afternoon Delight is brought to you by Resnack Westlake Porsche. The all-new Porsche Westlake with more cars in stock than ever. Now open just for you. All right. A couple of high school stories want to touch on. Uh, when we find out about this stuff and they're involving local schools, we like to point it out. So Bishop Ahmad played Damien. It happened on Friday night. The game was in Laverne. Uh, Two coaches from Damien, apparently after the game, went up to one of the Bishop Amat football players, pulled off his helmet, tore off his shoulder pads, 
and the player filed a report and said they tried to beat him up. Now, after the game, there was some controversy because the two coaches didn't shake hands. And the reason they didn't shake hands is last year, after the game, when they went to shake hands, one guy slapped the other's hand. So there was immediately a scrum. Wait, who won the game, Fred? That was my next question. Who won the game? I don't even know. I have no idea who won the Fred, game. Fred, you got to get the whole story, Fred. I don't know. Kevin will look it up. Wait, who slapped whose hand at the end of last year's game? Last year, coaches? all right. The, 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 oh, the, sure. the incident he, took place after Bishop Ahmad head coach, Steve Haggerty, refused to shake Damian head coach Matt Bechtel's hand after the game. Because last year, Bechtel apparently slaps Steve Haggerty's hand. So they okay. wouldn't shake hands. That everybody stormed the field, and there was this scrum going on. And uh, apparently one of the kids from Bishop Amat claimed that the Damien coach tore off his helmet and his shoulder pads, and then two of them tried to beat him up. The coaches or the yeah. players? Yeah, that's what he claimed. He filed it with the police. So what the coaches would did this to the kids. Yeah. So the kid was he a good player? You don't know. You, don't, you ain't getting all the information. But was he, did he score touchdowns? Did he win the game? Was he a bad kid? Was he dirty? The player was Aiden Ramos, a senior running back. That's all we know. Okay, I'm gonna find out. Uh, what What is these coaches doing these days, Fred? I, I don't know. I, I just was wondering. Why are you, you putting guys... your hands on a little kid, a high school kid? What? Well, come on, come on, Rodney. Come on now, back in, back in our day, they grab your face mask, that was, your head. You, you, hey, <laughs> D, you said the operative word. You said back in our day when that yeah, was going. It was legal. It was all good. Yeah, the coach could kick you, hit you, beat you, swat you, throw bricks at you, whatever they wanted to do, they could make, do make, to you. Make you run home in your uniform. Oh man, not give you water. Remember that? Oh my, yeah, water. You don't need no water. Hey, you ain't gonna, I'm about to pass out. Hey, you, you'll die for your poison. You'll pass out before you die. Okay. Yeah, well, but the coaches, the coaches would do that to you guys. They were your coaches. It wasn't the coaches from the other team. That's true. That is true. We did have a fight, though. We had a, we had all our fight one time on the field in a scrimmage in, in Seagull. We were actually we were in another town. What the time? A wall or Weimar? I mean, a fight. Like, like, like people got the stands come on the field trying to fight, too. Uh-huh. It was crazy. It was crazy. Well, that's not wise since you guys have helmets. Yeah, but I, but but Fred, but that's I need some more information about this. So that's it. That's all we got. That's all we got. Uh, name of the two coaches from Damian High were not released. The guys that allegedly attacked the Bishop Amat kid, and the police are investigating this. And they've been that's, suspended. These coaches, right? One of them. One of them. Man. One of them. Yeah, Fred, one of them has been suspended. That's like that's like leaving me like I'm almost <sighs> like afternoon delight, but I didn't get the delight. <laughs> 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 oh, we're still on the air. <laughs> hey, I not so long. <laughs> I got no delight. I got no delight. I got no delight. I got no delight. I, I, I'm not going to smoke my cigarette. I'll save it for another time. <laughs> All right. So, here's the other story. Here's the other high school story. All right. Uh, give us that All right. So, back uh, the first week of the challenge, early September. We ran highlights from Brea Olinda High School. And, you know, we get the highlights sent in to us. Sometimes we shoot the games. A lot of times kids or parents record the games. If, you know, somebody does something great and they have it on video, they send it to us. So we ran the video of Brea Olinda High School. And as we're watching it on the air, Petros makes a comment about their field. 
Mm-hmm. And it, it their field's in bad shape. Was and it dirt? I, it, it, it kind of was. I mean, it, it really didn't look very good. It was chunky. And he made the comment, you know, has anyone ever taken care of that field? You know, something like that. People got offended. People got right. mad. So yesterday we get an email from the president of the Brea Olinda uh, Unified School District. She's the board president. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Mm-mm. Yeah, and she says, look, we know you guys are just trying to have fun. But this is kind of a tough subject for us. We basically know our field is terrible. And it's not good for the community. And we're a very proud community. And we've tried to have a bond measure so that we could replace the field. But that didn't pass. And we know it looks bad. We can't have any activities for the community here because the field is so bad. And we play soccer and football on the field. And she says, but if you know of anybody... That could help us with the field, let us know. So I said that last night. Hey, if anybody wants to help Ray Olinda, you know, if you've got like an entire football field of turf sitting in your backyard and you want to put it down there, run on down because they'll be happy to take it at the high school because their field is terrible. So anyway, the first thing is right now, if you know somebody that might be able to help Ray Olinda High School, Call the school and tell them you'll help them with their field. I mean, I can't. I know some. I know somebody might be willing to. Okay, who? His name is Fred Rogan. One no, of the Fred donations. Rogan is not helping. <laughs> you got a turf company, don't Fred, you, Fred? Fred, no. Fred, 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 will make a donation. Though. No, make Fred's donation. not. <laughs> Fred is not they, donating to play on the high over there. Yeah, yeah. a fundraiser. guys over there, Fred. They get a fundraiser. We'll we'll donate some money. I donate some money. They get a fundraiser. Fred, you too. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> get a fundraiser. Get a fundraiser. We'll donate some money. Yeah, get a fundraiser going. Get a fundraiser. We'll, I promise I'll donate some money. I, and I'll make I Fred donate money. All right. I, I'll, I'll embarrass him into making a donation. You're good at that. <laughs> so the point is this. Braille and uh, if anybody wants to help, call them. Because they definitely need a field. And, and it's in, in desperate need of repair. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys ever play in fields like that? Yeah, in the pros. Yeah. <laughs> in the pros, in the pros, yes. the Astrodome was a feel like that. The best, I say, best stadium, Astrodome. Yeah, uh, Astrodome. Dome. Remember the Astrodome rolled up, the turf what? rolled up. Man, I got my foot caught in a, in a seam. I was hurt my knee. Yep. Yeah. The, the, the soldier field, oh, raggedy. I'm talking about raggedy. Yeah, like unbelievable. Like, like, I mean, they got standards now where the, the stadiums and fields have to be up to code. But back then, they didn't have to be, friend. They didn't have to. Turf. It was terrible. Turf concrete, that's what it was. Turf yeah. under concrete. That was it. No pad. It yeah. was horrible. Oh my God. So you were being tackled under concrete. Yeah. There were a couple you, games where teams had to refuse to play. Yeah, man. It, 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 it was like, golly, come on, you can't have a side on this crap. And even remember we had to step in Anaheim, you had to had to play on the on the, the pitch. On the mound. dirt dirt oh, and that grass. Yeah. Hated, hated, hated yeah. that. Hated that. Oh, you played there and you played in candlestick where they had the same thing for a minute. Same for after same season. Thing. Same thing happened to see right. He's playing that dirt. The yeah, Raiders played that way for the last almost five years ago. They were playing that way. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. A terrible stadium. Yeah. Field. Where the Oakland yeah. A's played. Uh, Horrible. Wow. What was the best turf you guys played on, if you can remember? I mean, when you got hit, you got hit. When you got knocked down, you got knocked I, I, down. I've told you that for always, I always felt Arizona always had the best turf. I had the best grass. From you mean they had grass? Grass. They had grass. Yeah, yeah, the grass in Arizona was always great. Um, oh, yeah. Turf wise, I don't know because 
We had that cheap turf back when we played, Fred. It wasn't like they have now where it looks like grass and it acts like grass and it almost, if you look at it, it looks like grass, but it's not. Um, yeah. Our turf, it was like regular thin carpet that they put down over cement. So yeah. it was not, all of them were kind of similar. Except for the ones you. that played baseball in that stadium, that, those were the bad ones. Well, I can tell you, in Indianapolis, I got to say, because that was kind of a new feel when I, you know, a new stadium when I got yeah, there. Indoor, there's no baseball. It was, too, it was so indoor, it was indoor. Yeah, that was a pretty. That was because you know what you know how you feel fast on turf. You, it's almost mm -hmm. like a like you, you bounce off of it. I'm like, wow, this is some pretty nice turf. If you play on bad turf, I mean, anything feels better when you play in the Astrodome. You play oh, in yeah. Bet Stadium. You play in Soldier Field. Yeah, I mean, Soldier just, Field yeah. was bad, bad, oh, bad. You know, another one, Seattle Kingdom was a bad one too. Yeah, that was a bad one too. You're right. What what, what, what about you, Fred? What, what turf you played was bad? I thought the best grass was always. Uh, <laughs> Well, it's from Joe down the street. No, the best grass. <laughs> I, and I told Rodney, when we were at Camelback yeah. Ranch for spring training, we walked out yeah. on the field. Yeah. I could not believe it. It was like your living room carpet. Yeah, it was great. What was it? What was Arizona. 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 Yeah. Baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they sent us there one time, Eric. They thought we did an incredible job. They said, you guys did the best job we've ever had on this trip. Yeah. They never sent us again. <laughs> Rodney grabbed the, the speaker on the yeah, plane yeah, we were talking yeah, to He flew us over there and everything. He put us up in a hotel. You guys did great. The sponsors loved you. They loved never, you. You ain't going back next year. Going back we never went back. We were once. Back <laughs> you guys did a great job. You're right. All right, opening weekend of the Autumn Racing Meet at Santa Anita kicks off this Friday, September 30th. Santa Anita Park has given you a chance to win four VIP tickets to Santa Anita's Oktoberfest trackside and a VIP tour and a $100 betting voucher. Go to am570lasports.com, the keyword Oktoberfest, to enter. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.